couple of years down the road, uh, you are living in sunny Los Angeles. Oh, shit. The city of angels. The city of freaking angels. There actually is uh, a small section of the city called Angel Town. <laughs> What's where- there? Angels. <laughs> Just angels. Yeah, the angel community of uh, of L.A. is the buildings. It's stuff? small, but it's growing. You know what I mean? Like the, like there's a couple stores that sell you know angel products. Right. Like a- uh, angel food cake. Angel food cake. <laughs> they sell like uh, you know violin strings and angel like, hair pasta. Yep. Uh, <laughs> they also um, sell uh, DVDs that show angel. <laughs> is that David Boreans? I'm sorry. From Bones. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Fans, uh, tell us if uh, the guy from Angel is the same guy from Bones. Please tweet the Lanolax Corporation. So uh, they sell like, like I said, spare strings for like harps and stuff like that, uh, sandals, you know, angel clothing, stuff like that. <laughs> Pretty much, if you're an angel, that's where you go. Okay. Angel Town. Do I? I don't spend much time there, do I? No, you, you checked it out one time. It wasn't you, for me. It wasn't for you. You were profoundly disturbed by it <laughs> because because you went in and because it's almost like you know angels. No one tells you that they exist in several dimensions. So when you look what? directly at them, it's a little off-putting for your senses. They exist in how many dimensions? Seven. Seven. Yeah. I don't. Even- I don't even know what that would be. It's very, very discombobulating. It must where be. It's almost like they're so beautiful you want to throw up. <laughs> it's it's odd, yeah. And so, and when you think about it, wow. When you think about what those angels uh, looked like, you have like suddenly like your face gets all like flushed. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and like a, like several strands of your hair fall out. Oh my god. So you you don't spend a lot of town uh, a lot of town a lot of time down there in Angel <laughs> Town. Uh, you only went like the one time. You ended up getting uh, some angel food cake while you were there. Was it good? It's all right. There, was there nothing to put on it? I mean, there was like, what do you mean? Like toppings and stuff? Yeah, like, you know, sometimes a good chocolate sauce, a little whipped cream would go good with some angel food cake. Yeah, it's on there. They have toppings and stuff. But oh, they, that's, yeah, yeah, of course. I feel like I'd be into that. Yeah. And so uh, you were, you know, you went there the one time and you're like, you know, it was all right, I guess. <laughs> And so um, you're living in L.A., all right? You moved out there because you became the host of a, uh, a game show. Yeah. And um, you were like, fuck, yes, baby, because <laughs> you're getting paid like, you know, big boy money now. You know Ooh, what I mean? This is going to be on, uh, it's on ABC. Oh, nice. It's produced by the Lanolax Corporation. Lanolax. It's an ABC Lanolax collabo. Yeah. Lanolax uh, TV. <laughs> Lanolax TV. Yeah. This is this, that's the name of the show I host? No, no, no. Uh what happened? Oh. It's, it's called uh it's called Annul That Marriage. <laughs> and what it is Annul That Marriage. Yeah, what it is is it's like a uh a, a, a quiz show where <laughs> if you there's like several oh, uh, fa- like couples I think playing. I know where this is going. And if you lose, <laughs> if you lose, your fa- your your marriage gets annulled, <laughs> and like you guys are no longer allowed to have any kind of contact. 
Oh my god! I mean, like, no, like, no, like, physical contact or anything like that. You guys have to figure out, you know, who gets the kids and stuff like that for how long. You have to divvy up stuff, so it's it's a risk. But the prize is uh, twelve million dollars. Let me tell you this: the ones that are going to be really good at this game, the ones with nothing to lose, the ones who aren't even in love in the first place, they should just go right into it. Go, you know. Yeah, balls to the wall and all that marriage. So what happens is that 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 does happen. Like they start coming, like like couples like that start coming out. But talk on it, and it's not. You don't know if it's because of like <laughs> the atmosphere or maybe just something dormant, just finally coming alive. But they fall back in love again. Yes, like during the course of the game. Oh my god! Well, that would make it really sad. Yeah, for it's actually even worse. <laughs> One time there Why? was there was a couple this that show seems horrific. Yeah, one time there was a couple. Um, they thought they were auditioning for Chopped, and they ended up on the show, and they didn't even want to do it, but it's too late. And so uh, that was a bad one. You're gonna remember that one. They had been married for like two days. Two days. Yeah. So, like I said, that one kind of you know. Sometimes, if you're just a. Uh, Sitting at home, <laughs> the only light source is the uh, glint of the bottle of booze in your fucking weathered hand. <laughs> weathered? Sometimes you take a sip of whiskey. <laughs> I don't even like and whiskey. you remember, you remember that couple that didn't even know they're on a TV show. <laughs> Married for two days, the uh, <laughs> the Hampton family. You just yeah. think about how when they lost, they were like physically kept away from each other and they were like reaching out towards one another oh, and they were God. screaming like, baby. That's so sad. I'll only love you for the rest of my life. <laughs> oh my God. So when you're gripping- Are there follow-up shows? <laughs> no, there's no follow-up shows at all. <laughs> I think that that would be deeply depressing. Yeah. Just so, like see what when you're uh, kind of in your cups late at night alone with that bottle of shithead Jim's shoebox whiskey. <laughs> shithead Jim. You're like, you remember them and you're like, you think to yourself, only God can judge me. <laughs> you look down at that fucking bottle of whiskey. There's just about three fingers left. You're like, you think to yourself, huh, three fingers. Wish I had a whole fist. And you down the whole fucking bottle. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's not even that good of a line <laughs> to say when you chug with. Yeah. But uh, the people who win, like I said, they win $12 million and they win a $50 gift card to uh, the Darden Family Restaurant Group. <laughs> So um, it's kind of a controversial show. Um, the Catholic Church, pretty much every organized religion is very upset with it. Oh, but let's let's talk numbers, baby. Sure. This is a hit, right? It is a smash. Oh, hit yeah. Because there is. I knew the church. If the church was on my ass. Yeah. That means it's big. That's like Harry Potter level. They tried to like ban all those Dude, books. It is a tense show, especially because. At the end of the uh, the first, like I would watch it. At the end of the first commercial break, whoever has the lowest uh, amount, they're annulled. Oh my god! Yeah. Do people view me as like a villain in America? 
Uh, I mean, you're not well liked at at this time. Oh my god, I'm not well liked. I mean, you're the face of what the Catholic, what the Pope says is uh every everything wrong with this nation. Oh my god, yeah, I'm like an uh, evil Tom Bergeron. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, like in real life, people like you. You know, you live in L.A. They're all like, "Who gives a shit?" You know what I mean? Yeah. So who gives? You can just still walk around town with your head held high. Know that you're, uh, well, not doing the Lord's work, but you're getting paid pretty well. Fuck. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, as long as that roof's over my head. Yeah. And that bottle <laughs> of Shithead Jim's shoebox whiskey. So I'm making hand over fist. You got barrels of this shit, dude. And I, why is it always Shithead Jim's? Uh, because when you were <laughs> in college, up until that point, you've been a kind of like a sheltered kid in the <laughs> Dallas suburbs. And yeah. so. You go to UT, okay? University of Texas. Hook them. Hook them, baby. Hook them goddamn horns, all right? And so uh, you remember the first night uh, that you got drunk. Uh, you were hanging out with this girl, and she was like, hey, I brought over um, some <laughs> some to drink. And you're like, okay, cool. And she comes over, and you guys just get drunk on this fucking... It's almost like the bottle never ended. Yeah. Of... Uh, Shithead Jim's shoebox whiskey. Right. And so you guys have probably the best night of your life up until that point. Oh. You guys get drunk. You uh, get to know each other and stuff. Um, you guys uh, just like talk. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not even like a physical thing. You just really are like, man, like I, this is, wow, what a, what a cool experience. And then she's like, all right, well, um, look, I'll be honest with you. I, uh, I put my number in your, in your cell phone. And you, and you kind of like go, huh, what makes you think I want your phone number? Whoa. Babe? Yeah, you're like playing hard to get. Yeah. And she just goes, huh, you know why. And she kind of like. This is sexy. Yeah, it's like a definitely a sexual thing. And she kind of like turns to open the door and it takes her just a second too long. She looks over her shoulder. She winks at you. For a second, it's like time stops. And oh she goes, God. call me. Stud. Wow. She uh what? yeah. She leaves and you're like, oh wow. That doesn't that was crazy. And then you look out the window. How and, uh, this is college? Yeah, the first day of college. And you look out the window and you see her like I wish. Yeah. You see her like uh walk across the uh foot you know, the, the um baseball diamond, you know what I mean? Yeah. For the school. And you're like, whoof. And you're like, wow, what an experience. <laughs> uh and then like um a light fixture falls and it just like hits her in the head and she dies. And so ever since then, ever since the love of you, and like, you know, women have come and gone since then, but you know what I mean? A light fixture kills her. Yeah. It was a oh big deal. Yeah. What was her name? Cassandra. Cassandra what? You never knew her last name. I never knew her last name. So sometimes, yeah, when, if it's late at night and you're gripping <laughs> that bottle of shithead Jim's shoebox whiskey, a whiskey that it's almost like it never runs out. <laughs> you look out the fucking window, you know what I mean? You look at the moon. Yeah. And even if the moon's not out, you still search for it. And you say <laughs> out loud, you whisper, Cassandra. <laughs> it's the last thing you say before you fall asleep at night. So like, what's her... Like, you can only she... remember her name when you drink that particular brand of whiskey. So what's she doing? What is she point? doing? Yeah. Well, she's dead. Oh, this was right. years ago. <laughs> this was a flashback. 
So you're hosting. Uh, <laughs> I forgot an- she died. That was a minute ago. Yeah, <laughs> you're uh, hosting a null that marriage, and <laughs> it's uh, like I said, you're like, I mean, you have fun with it. Sometimes you do feel a little bit weird, but like you mostly have fun with it. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. And um, I mean, that one family, I really fucked up. Yeah. Well, you don't think about it. You try not to think. About uh, it. Yeah. So you go on yeah. a, a much deserved break. They're okay. like, they're like, we're gonna go. Um, we're giving you uh, two weeks off, uh, and go go have some fun. We're killing on the ratings. We're just gonna show some reruns. Nice. So uh, we'll see you in two weeks, uh, Danny, my boy. Hey. Yeah, that sounds good. That was the head of uh, Lanalax TV. What's his name? Mr. Cool. Mr. Cool. Mr. Cool uh, formerly worked for uh, Lanalax Films. I'm aware of his work. Now, yeah, he's trying to get into like the TV side of things. Interesting. He's, he's like, you know what? Look at the best. What, what are the best stories being told over the last 10 years? Stuff like Breaking Bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like Game so, of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Like people, we're in a golden age of, of TV and yeah. God damn it, I want in. I think he's making the right move. So, yeah, Mr. Cool, yeah, he's like the head of uh, of the studio. So he's like, "Go on and have some have some rest, Danny, my laddie." Will do, Mr. Cool. Thank you so much. He stands up and walks you out. Uh, he is like probably about eight feet tall, eight and a half feet tall. <laughs> he has like uh, hair, long hair that's so translucent you can see through it. Oh my god! In the right. You just see his scalp. Yeah, well, kind of. In the right light, you can see like Through hair. you can see galaxies in this man's hair. <laughs> and you think to yourself, "Man is not ready to roam the cosmos." And you're like, oh, "That's weird." You don't know where that comes from. So you go on a, uh, like I said, a much deserved break. You actually. Uh, you don't go anywhere. You just kind of like chill in L.A. That sounds kind of. What would you too. do on your first uh, day off? Because you have been working hard. You're like a producer on the series too. You know what I mean. So like you are doing a lot of stuff for the show. That's so it. you've spent the last like six months straight, pretty much just working, dude. I'll tell you what I'd do. I'd go see a movie. What movie do you see? Well, um, what's out at this point? Oh yeah, it's a couple years down the road. Uh, there is uh, a new movie out called um tabletop tragedy and it's about um this like uh plucky teen who's trying to save his youth center from uh these like evil rich guys and he does it by playing uh table talk table hockey against them yeah uh and they end up in the same tournament and uh they end up like going head to head who's Uh, in it um the plucky teen is played by um, Shia LeBeau. They're oh, using nice. uh, technology to make him look younger. <laughs> de-aging yeah. Shia? Yeah, they de-aging him. <laughs> de-aging a 29-year-old man. <laughs> uh, Salma Hayek is in it. Um, she plays like the uh, the mom. Okay. And uh, that so you go see this movie, and it, uh, man, it, is it affects good? you deeply. It wow. is, it's incredible. And you think to yourself, like, 
Like you just kind of thought, okay, I'm just gonna go in there, watch this movie. Whatever. I just, I love, yeah, love yeah. going to the movies. If maybe I had six months. Maybe smoke a little bit before you go. Ooh, you know, yeah. Take now you're a lift. You're being responsible as fuck. Oh yeah. So you're watching this, and so you kind of think it'll just be this dumb movie that I watch and kind of waste an afternoon on and kind of laugh at. But from the opening scene, it grips you and it touches you in a way that you. What's it called again? Uh, tabletop terrors tragedies <laughs> yeah this sounds good yeah they were overseas and they released it as a tabletop uh terror you don't know why it sold better <laughs> so so you watch it and movie. it is good man and um you just love the ending it ends it ends with uh the pluckish teen played by shia lebeau with the de-aging technology realizing that Sometimes there were things in your life that were wonderful and they make life worth living. But sometimes those things come to an end and you you just have to say to yourself, I'm going to move on and I'm going to find something just as good. Yeah. And he allows the, um, the teen center to be uh, destroyed for sure. Yeah. There are like some protesters inside. They all fucking were buried by the rubble. Oh my God. Yeah. No main characters though. So you see this and you're like, this is fucking <laughs> crazy. And you're like, who like made this film? And it says like, um, it says um, written and directed by dot, dot, dot. Shug Kingsley. Shug Kingsley. Yeah. I got to look this guy up. You're like, I need to find this guy. Yeah. yeah. So you go home, you look him up and it turned out that he, he had made, uh, that was his like feature, his like featured major, la- uh, a studio debut. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he had done a bunch of like short films. Uh, he had written for a bunch of like TV shows. Oh, okay. In the future. Uh, Shug Kingsley. Yeah. One of them was, one of them, one of them was called, one of the shows was called, uh, um, Ken Stewart do it and it's about uh this guy named Was it Stu- a hit? Uh eh. <laughs> And uh it's about this uh kid Stewart uh who it was never a big hit but it was you know it's it's kind of like a a thing you look back on and go like holy shit like that uh like the Dana Carvey show how they had like this amazing oh, writers room you know what I mean? Right right. So something like that. So yeah. yeah. So the people involved. Yeah. The, the so he was, he was a writer on that, and, okay. and the show was about if uh, Stewart could survive another day. Just this guy, where, like terrible things happen to him, uh, where like could, could something he? bad happens to him every single day. Oh man! And it's like, can he do it? Can he make it to the end? You know? I mean, clearly he does. They make so many episodes. They make a lot of episodes. Yeah. Does it end poorly for Stewart? You know, it's it's one of the most divisive finales of all time <laughs> because it has a very bittersweet uh, ending where Stuart has uh, like come to peace with himself and his surroundings, but then like the entire the earth is destroyed by like a meteor. Yeah. So people were like, there were think pieces on think pieces about this. People were like, what the fuck? That's always a sign of success. Yeah. The level of the number of think pieces you have for sure. The also the the meteor that hit it was shaped in the middle finger. 
and the audience sees it. And so they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> so you think to yourself like, fuck, this was a really, really good movie. Yeah. You get out the movie, you go on a uh, Twitter at D Goodwin six, nine, four twenty. And you tweet out like, I just saw the best fucking movie that I've seen in years. And you like, uh, like praise this film. I gets retweeted a bunch. Uh, Eventually, the uh, the director like sees it and retweets it, and he's like, "Holy shit!" He sends you a, a DM. <laughs> Do you open it? Yeah. It's like, "Hey, man, uh, that was really cool I f- that that you did that. Um, I've been watching your show since it started. Uh, you fan?" He goes, "Yeah." He's like, "I'm a, I'm, I'm a big fan." Nice. He goes. You know what? I actually have some ideas for some TV shows. Okay. He goes, what do you want to do? He goes, well, I'd love to, to meet with you tomorrow. Let's do it. Let's meet tomorrow. He goes, okay. I love the Stewart show. He's, he's, he's like, he's like, all right. And so um, <laughs> he makes uh, plans to uh, meet you in uh, kind of like this weird part of town. Yeah. Uh, it's called Softville. Oh, God damn it. Softville is kind of a, a strange <laughs> place. Yes. The only way to get there is to uh, follow the Black Star. Follow them. And they, um, they do things a little bit different there. Yeah. Uh, instead of cars, they just use reindeer. <laughs> That's a little different. Yeah. yeah. And um, every um, 19th Friday of the year, um, oh they go God. into uh, like the, the city square and they just have like a like a bunch of like antlers of like reindeer who have died and they put them in a in a circle and just set them on fire and they just watch it burn into the night every 19th friday yeah they believe the ashes or the smoke that flows out of the uh the burnt antlers are like the souls of the reindeers uh, returning home that I, to outer space i'm not going to question them yeah. you know they seem to know more about that than i do so uh he you meet up there at uh pizza place uh grendel's local pizza Ooh, i and love grendel's it has been a local favorite for years yeah and so uh he sits down he talks to you like like well, he, he kind of like talks about getting into uh working in tv yeah and um he's like yeah i just I, I love tv uh you know i've been doing a lot of like film stuff lately but man i would love to to do my own you know kind of show let's do it man i mean you know, I just, most of my TV experience uh, comes from uh, breaking up marriages. Uh, He's like, oh, I'm well aware. He kind of like laughs a little bit. So should we make something about that? He goes, um, should I expand? He's what like, are some ideas that you have? He goes, well, Shug Kingsley. He's like, yeah, I got a couple. <laughs> and he gives you like a, a contract. Okay. Do you sign it? I want to look this over. Let's have a lawyer look this over. Um, this guy like next to you just kind of overhears. He goes, "Hey, uh, sorry, I couldn't help but overhear. You need like a like a lawyer." Wouldn't, yeah, are, wouldn't you, be, are you a lawyer? He goes, "What happened to be an entertainment lawyer? Would it?" And and Shug is like, just starts laughing. He's like, "Yeah." He goes, "Wow, what a LA moment." And the guy like looks it over, <laughs> and he's like, "By the way, my name is uh, Brendan Creesdale." Brendan Creesdale. Entertainment lawyer to the stars. 
He kind of looks at it and he goes, yeah, you know, normally I'd have uh, one of my assistants look it over, but I got to tell you, it feels good to be, uh, you know, doing actual law work. He goes again. He goes, you know what? I, uh, I used to uh, be a trial lawyer. And, and frankly, even though business is going well, sometimes I miss this stuff, you know? The research. Yeah. Well, take a look at this contract. Cause he goes, I don't know if I want to sign this. He looks at it and he goes, yeah, this looks solid, man. Solid? Yeah. Brett King, what was his name? Creesdale? Yeah. Brent Creesdale. Yeah. If he says it's solid, then that's good enough for me. That man spoke with conviction. Hell yeah. So I kind of believe him, you know? Yeah. So you do sign it or? Sure. Let's so just fuck it. You sign it. You write your name, Danny Goo, at the bottom. Yeah. And then uh, you look down, and it's kind of interesting because you notice that the, the pen you used, it's the reddest ink that you've ever seen in your fucking life. No! You look up, and suddenly, sitting across uh, <laughs> the table from you, and it's odd because you've been hanging out with this guy the whole night. You never noticed that he was wearing the reddest suit you had ever seen. No! In your life. And you think about <laughs> the red pen and you're like, fuck that. That may as well be, you know, gray. This red Holy outdoes shit. any rose oh, that has God ever been. Damn it. He's wearing a uh, clown's nose. He's got like stringy orange hair. Yep. He goes, uh, Shug Kingsley is no more. He goes, hello, Danny. I'm the sugar king. How the fuck? fuck did i not put sugar king and shug kingsley together i'm literally now just realizing that that's how you came up with that name and i just went along thinking oh my god he, I was uh, truly fooled on that one. He takes out a small, like, fun size uh, candy bar and flicks <laughs> in your mouth. It goes down your throat no, effortlessly. No. What was uh, it? You, uh, your body disappears. Jesus uh, Christ. No one really knows what happened to you. Fuck me. All that the, uh, the people of Earth know is that they heard, like, a zap. This sucks. And then what sounded like an ice cream van. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, and so uh, what ends up happening is uh, <laughs> um, he ends up taking over the show. Uh, annul that marriage yeah and uh <laughs> he actually uses it to uh, hypnotize uh, all of uh no! all of america and uh ends up taking over <laughs> and turns it into this like insane uh kingdom of like snacks and sugar and stuff oh fuck yeah humanity is helpless after uh uh one year he uh puts a a, a dome above uh the usa yeah and the dome is actually uh made out of like nerds Remember Nerds Candy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like impenetrable. So no one really knows what, what goes on inside there anymore. It's but some people say it smells as sweet as the grave. The grave. So what happens to you is uh, you're zapped to a different dimension. No. Uh, standing uh, in front of you is uh, this giant fly. <laughs> but it's not really a fly. You kind of blank and go, what? It's and a it, million. Of yeah, it's a fly made out of millions of other flies. No. And uh, it talks to you. I fucking and, and know what it, this is. It talks to you. Uh, and it has like the voice of a child for some reason. And it goes, hey, whoa, I'm Beelzebub. <laughs> and he goes, Beelzebub will eat your bones. <laughs> 
And so he chews on you for uh, 10,000 years. 10,000. Eventually, he swallows you and digests you for another 5,000 years. And I experience all of this. Yeah, and you blink out of existence. Jesus Christ. You don't even have a soul to send to hell. Oh, my. That is horrible. (laughs) Oh, my God. But some people say you got your uh, comeuppance for ruining all those marriages. And, of course, uh, eventually leading to the downfall of America. Does anyone remember me fondly? No. 